And so last week, the Secretary of State gave a what I thought was a landmark speech. We have a great story around tech at the moment. We are the third country in the world to have a trillion dollar valuation. We've got more unicorns uh, now than France and Germany uh, combined. Whoever it is actually across the world who has capital, who want to invest in the UK, the opportunities are there. I think this is one of the best times in our history to start a business. Hello, I'm Somi Aryan. I'm a tech philosopher and the founder of Impeak. My guest on today's podcast is Sakib Bhatti, the UK Technology Minister. I was excited to learn that the UK's Department for Science, Innovation and Technology will soon celebrate its one-year anniversary, and their priority is to make sure that 50% of unicorns coming out of Europe are from the UK. Naturally, this was super exciting news for me, and I really wanted to learn more about this initiative and how we could achieve this goal. Most importantly, I wanted to know how I could contribute to this goal with our team at Impeak. This is a great conversation to listen to, whether you are a founder or investor in the UK or an international company looking to do business in the UK. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Mr. Batty, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this conversation. I'm making a documentary. It's called From Silicon Valley to Riyadh. So tell me a little bit about your role when you started about this new department. I'm super excited to learn more about it. Well, fantastic. And I look forward to uh, seeing the documentary. Um, this is, I, I'm very lucky. Um, I got the call from the Prime Minister in early December. Um, and as you'll know, the Prime Minister is uh, absolutely dedicated to, for the UK to be a science and tech superpower by 2030. And he said, look, I want you to be my Minister for Tech and the Digital Economy. And so my responsibilities uh, focus around some of the most cutting edge technologies uh, there are. Um, and the Prime Minister, about almost a year ago, set up this new department, uh, Science, Innovation and Technology, completely dedicated to uh, some of the most uh, advanced, some of the most exciting things we are having in society and things that we in the UK are leading on. Uh, and so um, I am responsible for artificial intelligence and uh, the safety aspects of that, uh, semiconductors, uh, which is a huge topic which covers a whole array of every part of science uh, at the moment requires, uh, you know, science semiconductors and having advancement in that. Uh, we've got engineering biology, uh, quantum technologies, and then future telecom. So really, really exciting things. And part of the things I cover uh, as well are digital skills, uh, you know, the general tech story, uh, and uh, the scale-up aspects of this, which is what the Secretary of State did a speech on just last week uh, in terms of making sure uh, that we are the best place for startups, but also scalable businesses. Uh, because as you'll know, uh, the potential for growth is absolutely huge in this sector. Uh, so I feel very privileged to be part of that journey. That's so exciting. I'm so happy to hear that because um, right now, as I'm making this documentary, I've been spending a lot of time in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And I think that the culture of Silicon Valley is so different from Europe, you know, because everything is coming from the private sector. Um, people have a much higher risk tolerance. You know, as a startup ourselves, we raised uh, our pre-seed money here in the UK. And what I'm finding is that the risk tolerance is very low in comparison in Europe, in comparison to Silicon Valley. So that's why it's so important for the government to give people that um, additional level of, you know, courage and, yeah. and um, you know, uh, security. So tell me a, a little bit more about how you are trying to build this um, culture of 
investing in startups and, and like building the risk tolerance for, for failure and for, um, you know, uh, examining different ways of doing things. Well, look, you, you hit a really important point about culture. Um, we have, um, well, one of the first things I'd say is when I've come into this role, uh, I keep saying there's a lot of doomsters and gloomsters about, around, right? And they're always talking about this is going wrong and that's going wrong. We have a great story uh, around tech at the moment. We are the third country in the world to have a trillion dollar valuation, uh, you know, after the US and China. We've got more unicorns uh, now than France and Germany uh, combined. Uh, we are doing some really exciting things across a whole array of fields. Um, and government, you know, government can't do everything, but what it can do is it can be a convener, it can be an enabler, and it can create the environment, and it can work with uh, private sector. And that's the other element of this. We have to work with the private sector to make sure we create uh, that environment. And uh, the Secretary of State always says, uh, only business knows what business wants. Um, and that is a really, really important uh, philosophy um, because government can't pick winners, right? The, we have to create the environment and let business do what it do, does best, basically. Um, and so last week, the Secretary of State um, gave a what I thought was a landmark speech uh, in terms of really boosting uh, our approach to scalable businesses uh, to make sure that we uh, you know, triple the rate at which we create unicorns. Um, that's a huge aspect of this because, of course, uh, unicorns in themselves are great employers, great innovators. They take risk, uh, but there's also the supply chains around them. Uh, we, uh, she announced the Scale-Up Forum, which is making sure that we have uh, a greater understanding uh, with businesses, uh, with experts, to understand what, what we need to do uh, around uh, scalable businesses. Um, and then also uh, the, you know, the Scale-Up Support Service, which will, which will be part of that. Um, and then uh, we're also going to do Dragon's Den-style events to make sure, as you say, when you, know, when you went for your funding, I'm sure there were many challenges uh, that came about, sometimes not knowing where to go, some, you know, how to put the business case forward. Uh, so the idea here is to make sure that we get businesses, uh, create the forum for businesses to be able to approach uh, investors. And uh, I think, you know, would you pick a field, I'll tell you about it, and, you know, semiconductors, for example, uh, I mean, the potential is huge. Uh, we have some re really good strengths in this country. Uh, and so we're going to do everything we can uh, to achieve that ambition of being a tech, a tech superpower by 2030. Very cool. It sounds like, I, I really want to go back to yeah. the forum thing, but it sounds like the focus is more on deep tech. Is that is that correct? Well, look, the focus is on, uh, when you say deep tech, really, I, it's for businesses to decide. You know, it's the, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a conservative, so I believe in the power of the market. So it is not for me to say, you know, which is going to do better. But what we have uh, picked on are five critical technologies. We know that these technologies are going to be uh, great uh, employment, uh, you know, opportunities for people. There's going to be great growth potential there. Uh, we also know they're going to transform society, right? Artificial intelligence is, you know, everyone is talking about it. You know, two years ago, you know, despite, you know, the government have been investing in AI from 2014, um, you know, it was really when ChatGPT came about that we really came into the mainstream. You know, if I walk down the street, people will be talking to me about AI. Uh, quantum technologies have the ability now to transform the way we look at things, the way we do calculations and a whole, you know, research and development. Um, uh, and so what we're doing as a government is making sure we're unlocking capital. Uh, so the Chancellor, for example, did the Mansion House reforms, uh, and that's, uh, you know, that was a pivotal moment in unlocking pension monies for uh, investment. So it goes back to that risk-taking to make sure that capital is there. 
Uh, we're making sure uh, banks like the UK Infrastructure Bank play a huge role. And we've already seen success on that. So they've unlocked £22 billion. Uh, and we saw Pragmatic, just a, a, just a, you know, a, a great firm in the semiconductor space, uh, which uh, had the largest amount of Series D funding than any other company in Europe. Uh, so we're already seeing, starting to see great successes. Uh, so I'm really, really optimistic about uh, the future of tech in this country. Very cool. Um, tell me about the forum. What, what does it look like when, when you say a forum? Is it is going to be like ongoing events? Is, is, it like, is there going to be an app that connects people? What, what does it actually look like? Well, it, look, it's really exciting because we're, we're in that kind of design uh, phase of it at the moment. We're, we're work, working with businesses. Uh, we've had immense demand already where people are interested in taking part. But ultimately, what it is is about bringing together experts and, and business leaders and academia and, and working with uh, you know, scalable businesses to understand. Uh, you know, it's 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 more than just a talking shop. It's got to be something that re relies and focuses on action uh, and make sure that the UK is a great space uh, to um, uh, scale a business. Um, you know, prior to being an MP, I was uh, president of the Chamber of Commerce in the West Midlands, um, uh, the Greater Birmingham Chambers, and I and I was a LEP director so on the local enterprise partnership. We had the largest amount of startups uh, outside of London for five or six years running under my portfolio. Uh, but uh, you know, when it came to uh, survivability, uh, you know, it was a whole, you know, it was a massively complex area. And I know you, you've got a great uh, track record in, in in the tech industry. Uh, you know, there's a real challenge around scale, scalability. Uh, and what I want to do, my personal ambition, is that you know, if someone says I want to create the next billion-dollar company or the billion-pound company, they pick the UK because they know this is the place where they get the support. This is the place where the government backs them. And really, that's what DC is all about. That's such an important point because, um, you know, my ambition is to build our platform into a billion dollar company yeah. you know, or a billion pound Fantastic. company, right? And uh, what, what we are building is basically a platform where we are bringing together startups and VCs and LPs uh, all together. Massively right? important. Very important. Yeah, exactly. And... Um, one of the ways that we are looking at that, and, and as I'm looking at, you know, potentially raising our next uh, Series A, mm. I'm, I'm thinking about where to go for that. And, and, and people are telling me, oh, you should go to the US, you should open a Delaware company. But I'm a UK citizen, I, you know, I'm a British citizen, and I, I have um, a, a strong feeling about wanting to be part of this ecosystem. Yeah. And um, generally speaking, the sense is a lot of people think that you know, everything is in the U.S., like, because of the, the opportunities there, like, you know, opportunities, everything is in Silicon Valley, you really want to be there. So our goal, and, and this documentary that I'm making, is, is from Silicon Valley to Riyadh, basically is looking at how um, the Silicon Valley developed as a 1.0 technology yeah, hub, right? Yeah. And, then, and then looking at how um, Riyadh and, and, like, the, the Arab world is trying to yeah. build, you know, the next technology yeah. hub. Hub. And where does UK fit into this? Um, typically, people would say um, that the UK is more like an extension of Silicon Valley. Mm. But I, I don't necessarily think so. I think that in, in many ways, the UK can be its own 
know, yeah, absolutely. Tell me who says that. We must absolutely have a word with them. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is look. The, the yes. UK is going to be unique. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great place to grow a business. We're already sh showing that, right? Um, and it's because we recognise that partnership between the public sector and the private sector. Um, and look, don't get me wrong. Silicon Valley is Silicon Valley, right? They've got a, a great track record. I, my general philosophy in life is be the best you can be, but learn from those people who've done things right and learn from their mistakes as well. Uh, because as you'll know, and we know this in tech, uh, you know, if you're, there's no, there's no such thing as a linear journey of success, right? There is always, there are, there are, um, your mistakes are as important as your successes, really, sometimes more important. Um, but I'm very confident that we can uh, build, uh, you know, ecosystems across the UK. And the bit, some of you really, I mean, I'm from, a mid, I'm from the West Midlands, right? So, uh, you know, tech does not just respect the boundaries of cities or countries. It is a, uh, it's a great leveler. Um, and what you can do is have tech across the regions. Um, and so when, we, when I came into Parliament, we were talking about levelling up, talking about growth and a, a opportunity, all those things. I mean, tech is a hugely important uh, aspect of that. Um, uh, and so what I see uh, as the potential for this is uh, the growth clusters being um, building up all over uh, the United Kingdom. Um, and one of my first visits, by the way, was uh, to the semiconductor cluster in South Wales, right? And in South Wales, we are world leaders, the first ever global cluster in compound semiconductors. Uh, and that market is, you know, the potential for that is so large. Um, and we're seeing companies coming over, you know, I've been meeting with them. Um, so anyone who says that, you know, we're, we're not doing enough, actually, I would challenge them to go and meet these companies who are telling me they want to come here. And because we're skilling up talent and we're investing in that, hugely important aspect of this, uh, we're making sure that the, uh, the funding environment is strong and the Chancellor and the Treasury have played a huge part in that. Also helps that both the Prime Minister and the Chancellor have a great understanding of business and the tech industry. Um, and we're making sure that we are being enablers and, you know, and where there are gaps, we will talk to the experts like yourself and to businesses and say, okay, tell us what we need to do more. Uh, and we, what I've seen in one year alone is just how fast everything has moved. Uh, and that's, that's what I love about this department. It's just so nimble, it's so quick and so adaptable. It must be so exciting. Tell me, what was the catalyst for um, for uh, the, the starting of this new department a year ago, did it have something to do with LLMs, like and and the whole, um, you know, excitement around a large language models? I think it's beyond that. But obviously, um, when we chose the critical technologies, AI uh, was a huge part of this. But I think for a long time. Uh, businesses and the industry generally talk about having dedicated departments around this. Um, you know, I, I for a long time have thought we needed something around science and innovation uh, because quite often, you know, I will, you know, even before I was a minister, I would get, you know, get briefings and people say, oh, you know, we're third in this and second in this. And the question I always will say is, why are we not first and what will it take us? And so for us to be top in our journey, uh, having a dedicated department, which is dedicated to growth uh, in, in our critical sectors is hugely important. And I think one of the most pivotal decisions that this prime minister has taken, uh, apart from the decisions on AI, um, 
will be the fact that we had a dedicated department on this. It's a, it's a, it's a hugely important thing. And most of the tech industry that I meet think I have relayed that to me. So we're coming up to the one year birthday. Um, uh, it's going to be very exciting. I think we've got a lot to be proud of. Amazing. Now, one of the reasons why I think this having a separate department for, for something like this is important is because it's uh, from from all the research that I've done uh, over the past, this is the second documentary I'm making around these types of these types of topics. Is that um, I feel like in the UK we have a very strong SME culture, mm. but we but we don't really have enough of a differentiation between uh, what uh, uh, what it takes to build a um, you know a, like a services type business that that can turn into an SME kind of business. Um, than, um, you know, a, a tech startup. Mm. So, for example, uh, when I started my first company, I got a startup loan. Yeah. But actually, it, they call it a startup loan, but almost none of the companies, or like, like maybe 90% of the companies that took that loan mm. actually built a startup. When, when I say at a, um, we often like use the term startup. Yeah for any company that has just started. Mm. But technically, like when, in a Silicon Valley kind of uh, culture, when you say a startup, you mean a, a startup that is you know, planning to raise several rounds and, and build a big, um, you know, a, a, like a big scalable company. So I think we need to really build a culture of startups mm. in the real meaning of startups, be, meaning that these are like scalable com companies. So uh, tell me um, if I'm wrong, but it's my understanding that this new department is separating the kind of work that is done around SMEs with, and like really focusing on scalable startups. Is that right? So look, it's a huge question actually. So on, you're right about the SME culture. We're really proud of that. I, I, I spent a, most of my professional career advising uh, small businesses and I'm really proud, uh, proud of that because I think it makes me a stronger politician, first of all. Um, uh, but we have a great culture of uh, startups. But what I think we, uh, I think it's fair to say and I, the reason for for the interventions last week is when those businesses want to scale up. Not everyone does, of course, and that's fine, but there are those who will do, and they're really exciting technologies, whether it's in, you know, we, we, we will see some real transformation in across a whole number of uh, technologies. Uh, the support has to be there in the right places. So part of it is understanding it, which is why that scale up forum is going to be very important. Uh, but the, the, again, I stress the capital aspect of this because um, when that capital is uh, unleashed, which is what the Chancellor wanted to do, uh, it's, it's again creating that environment to say actually that, that funding's available and what are the opportunities uh, around that. And I think there's a, the, the potential for growth, and you're right to point this out, the potential for growth in this arena is absolutely huge. Uh, you know, I don't know what the next uh, unicorn will be, but I know it's coming. Uh, and I know there are plenty more on their way because uh, we've got lots of exciting businesses going on. And I think one of the key differences that we've got here to say Europe, for example, uh, which is the numbers bear that as a, as a consequence and as a result as well, is you know the government is measured in its inter interventionism. And I think that's really, really important. We will create the environment, we'll do the light touch regulation, we'll talk to uh, businesses, but ultimately it will be industry that will lead the charge. Uh, and it's for, you know, we will support them in that journey. Nice. Tell me about the light touch. Uh, what, what do we mean by that? And why is it important? Well, I think, look, for, uh, for, for me, uh, 
you know, I'm a free marketeer. I really believe in the power of the market. But there are times when there's market failures. There's, there are times when uh, intervention is required. So, um, uh, and that that is a judgment that has to be made. And I, I'm very pleased that DCIT uh, have made the correct judgment on that when it comes to scale-ups, for example, because we know there is potential there. Um, and it's about making sure we create that environment. Uh, so the, the announcements last week were a huge element of that. Um, and you know you, you always have to be uh, ever vigilant uh, on, on these things. Um, I mean, AI is a great example. Uh, we are, uh, you know, while there, is, there are calls, say, from the opposition to, to legislate and move forward, I think the Prime Minister's got absolutely the right approach to this, which is let's understand what we've got first. We know there's a huge opportunity. You know, AI is a very precious uh, thing at the moment because we know it's going to create jobs, it's going to imp improve productivity, it's going to improve society. Uh, but we also know there is the potential for risk, uh, which is why we led on the AI Safety Summit. We had countries from across the world come, including China, we had the European Union, um, and we had the Bletchley Declaration. We agreed together collectively as a global community that we will work together uh, to make sure that AI is safe. Um, you know, frontier risk is something that we will look at. Uh, but we also don't want to kill off innovation. And that's where the real challenge and the balance must be achieved. Yeah. The one industry that you didn't mention is blockchain. And, and I know that, um, uh, you know, the prime minister has, has talked about that in the past. Um, is that also on the horizon? Is that a, a technology you're looking at as well? Yeah, so um, uh, it's, it's not what I look at in uh, DSIP, but I know, I think DBT uh, look at blockchain. I know the Treasury have done a lot of work on that. And then blockchain, is, again, is a really exciting uh, new, uh, new technology. It has great potential for in the financial services, et cetera. But again, you know, there's also risks attached with blockchain. So it's, it's, you know, we've got to make sure that we approach it with, a, with, uh, with level heads uh, to try and take advantage of that. So it's, you know, it's not the answer to everything, yes. uh, but there's definitely <laughs> Opportunity yeah, definitely. In 2021, people thought it was the answer. Yeah. You, you added the word yeah. blockchain to yeah. everything. Yeah. And it was I, wish I, I wish I had the foresight in 2012 when Bitcoin first came out. But, yeah. you, know, that's, uh, that's you and me both. You <laughs> and me both. Um, so so um, let's talk a little bit about the um, position of the UK um, in the international mm. uh, world, right? So, so for example, one of the things that I'm working on right now is getting in LPs from, you know, the limited partners from Saudi and from um, Dubai to invest in Western, you know, Silicon Valley and UK companies, right? That's one of the areas. So I'm going to, I'm going to be in Saudi in, in about a couple of weeks and they're very interested in, there's a whole new culture of investment being developed there. So, there, and there is a lot of money there and their goal is to try and assimilate with the Western culture and kind of bring in um, their startups to uh, expand here, but also they want to invest in, in Western startups. So um, how can we make sure that these new opportunities opening up, that these co uh, countries, that the kind of um, capital that's being unlocked, that some of it comes into the UK and, and it, because um, I know that there's a lot happening between Saudi and Silicon Valley. I haven't seen as much with the UK, but we have a very rich culture of, you know, assimilating with the Middle East. So, yeah, so, so tell me a little bit about how can we make sure that the UK has a presence 
um, in, uh, uh, you know, across borders, uh, transatlantic? Well, look, it's a great question. I mean, I'm, you know, the developments I'm seeing in the Emirates, uh, in Saudi, for example, it's absolutely fascinating, right? They are, they're investing a huge amount of money domestically as well. And clearly they've got the ambition to be world leaders as well. Um, actually, that kind of competition is welcome uh, because I suspect that when you do those things, especially in the tech sector, it drives up standards, it drives up the quality of those tech startups. But look, Sami, the answer to you is the UK is open for business, right? We are here, uh, we are creating some of the most exciting, uh, you know, industries, the most exciting startups. So, uh, you know, if whoever it is actually across the world who has capital, who want to invest uh, in the UK, the opportunities are there. Um, and, uh, and of course, we see it in other fields, you know, uh, wh wh whether it's uh, media or football or, uh, or, you know, manufacturing, you see uh, investment coming in. Uh, and I take that as a real uh, moment of pride because clearly the, the opportunities are, are there. So uh, I, I'm sure my, uh, my colleagues in the Foreign Commonwealth uh, and uh, FCDO Development Office uh, and DBT will be massively happy, and as will I, to have conversations with anyone. Okay, great, awesome. You should put me in touch with them because I'd love to see yeah, how I can okay. help facilitate some of that this. That sounds great, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. But, um, okay, so uh, I, I guess as we come towards the end of this conversation, one of the things I want to explore is what can the start of founders themselves do or scale up founders you know the uh, the founders in general what can they do to get more involved and and um to help you help them well look first of all uh do more of what they're doing first of all right because this is all about them this is about their innovation this is about the fact that they take the risks they're the ones who uh you know create the technologies of tomorrow um and in terms of what they can do in terms of government get in touch, right, talk to us. We, you know, we are, uh, you know, what the Secretary of State did last week was show them uh, that we are open for business, uh, you know, we are willing to have the conversations and we, we will do what's necessary to give them uh, the best start in their, in their journey. And uh, again, I'm really excited about that. And, uh, but the, 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 you know, government can't do this by itself. Business has to lead the charge. Uh, and those, those founders, you know, if they've got an idea, um, I think this is one of the best times uh, in our history to start a business. Okay. And um, in, in addition to helping them with funding, um, are you also looking at uh, potentially helping them with getting clients from, let's say, big corporations? You know, there, there are, I think there are a lot of opportunities for our startups to be able to pitch to, let's say, Google and, and mm. you know, Colgate or whatever, right? Like, you know, all these. <laughs> yeah. so, so are you looking at also these types of opportunities where you bring in these companies to, um, you know, pitch to big corporations and get them uh, as clients? Because in many cases, it's really, it's almost impossible to penetrate those, those corporations. So one of the things that I think the government can do yeah. is to, as part of this forum, is to facilitate um, not just pitching to get funding, but also pitching to get business with these big corporations. And, you know, it's, it's so important. And I think uh, when we talked about the Dragon's Den style uh, events, that's exactly what they're intended to do, which is basically to you know, shine a spotlight on these founders uh, and hopefully those, uh, those people who have the checkbooks and the wallets uh, can see a business that they've never really considered before, they've not seen it, and they have that opportunity. Um, but look, the best thing, you know, every, when I, I, was, I was talking, 
talking to uh, some young people yesterday about getting involved in politics and tech and business, my best advice is get involved um, and talk to us and uh, have those conversations because sometimes you just don't know where the next opportunity is going to come from. Uh, and what you need is then, you know, you need someone with the confidence and uh, ambition to grasp those opportunities with both hands. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Minister Bhatti of the UK. Be sure to follow him on LinkedIn and stay up to date with their content and progress. Please be sure to subscribe to my channel on YouTube or wherever you get your audio podcast so that you don't miss the future episodes. It will mean the world to me if you leave a review and share the podcast with others that you think might enjoy it.